Hey, good morning, everybody. Good morning, good afternoon, or good evening, depending on where you are at this present moment. Today's episode is going to be so, so futuristic and so different from the other episodes that I've made because it's something that I currently do as a profession. And um, I wanted to talk about it because I have a lot of things to say regarding that specific topic, which is communication disorders. I'm actually a speech, <laughs> speech, <laughs> talking about speech, what, I, what an irony. I'm a speech pathologist assistant and I've been doing it for the last six years, since 2013. And I've been in the ECI program for nine years, which has gave me a lot of experience with a zero to three population. That means that from birth to three years old, I've worked with a lot of kids over the last nine years and I've had a lot of experience with uh, developmental delays, developmental strategies, um, how to help them with language. I've seen kids that have behavioral issues, autism, Down syndrome, you know, symptoms of ADHD, um, kids with uh, like different disorders, all kinds of diagnoses and but one that, that I wanted to talk about today in, in specific is more on the language because I have a little theory that I'm, that I'm just starting to really see as, as something that could be true and that's happening as we speak. Over the last uh, six years that I've been specific, specifically done, doing a speech pathology, um, and I'm an assistant in speech pathology, I've seen that... A lot of the children that I've been getting are delayed in language, but it's starting to become like this this uh, notion that they're only delayed in today's world, but they're not really delayed. I don't know if I'm explaining myself right, but it seems like a lot of the children that I've seen are supposed to be talking already and saying phrases and and having all these kinds of words and vocabularies but one of the things that I've seen the last six years is that a lot of these kids are not really delayed and they're not really um, what do you want to say I guess uh, they're not having some type of disorder some some communication disorder. I think what's going on is that over the last decade, you know, technology has really taken a different supersonic approach to our lifestyles. It's in everywhere. It's everywhere we go. It's in our phones, you know, high-quality phones um, that have all kinds of engagement, entertainment, you know, they have from ability to watch videos to make videos to take pictures to talk to someone on FaceTime to play video games to play puzzles to record a podcast it's the it's like a a walking radio television station you know it's that's what it is like you can be a walking television station it's a it has so many capabilities and one of the things that's changed over the last, you know, 10 years is that 
the ability to have these devices in our hands or around our houses or around the community in diff different industries or everywhere we go, the now not only are the ex the exposure is at a higher level than ever before, but there's also a component of you know radiation compared to the way we were raised back in the 80s and 90s or you know prior to the 90s like 70s and 60s there's been a change in the way we communicate with each other because of these types of uh, technologies that have been created and and one of the the questions that I have or one of the things that I've seen one of the questions is why are the kids more delayed now but then they catch up to their language at a very rapid rate like they can go from having five to ten words or no words at two years old but then as soon as they turn two to two and a half there's an explosion of language and a lot of the typically developing kids or the kids that i see within the eci program so my theory is that trying to put all this together with the technology being super advanced and the children having access to this, you know, the babies having access to this type of technology is something that we've never witnessed before in, in modern era of human evolution. So my theory is that because of the advancements that we made with technology, our language has taken a step back and just waiting in the back burner because a lot of it is not needed. A lot of it is, uh, you know, we don't need the language at one point. We're just listening. All these children are visually learning and they're not applying the, the actual language that they've learned. So it could appear that they might have a delay at one point and that they might not be able to speak because their brain is taking a totally different approach in learning language. Especially because the hyper um, sensitivity to all the visual learning that they're making, all the audio learning that they're that they're having. These children are their brains are just wired differently, and the ability to touch a phone without even having a, a, a single word, and being able to navigate through a phone just with simple touch and and visual cues you know like as they, they see a picture of something they like and they they click on it and they automatically choose a video that they want to watch or a game that they want to play and i think we're heading into this uh evolution of language where we're going to start seeing it more as a as a normal type of you know learning curve as back in the 80s or in the last uh, decades where they designed um, evaluations and testing for for uh, for kids, you know, and for kids who, who want to get speech and therapy and do want to get like physical therapy and all this, all these kinds of therapies. They, the, the tests that are out there, I think they might be a little bit outdated or we need to revise them because this technology has in the long run, if we do the research, I'm pretty sure it's going to start, like, making sense to us why these kids are not talking yet or why they're taking a little bit longer than usual. Because a lot of the kids that I've seen, all of a sudden, I start seeing that 
the progress is going from zero to 50 like nothing and then from from 50 to 100 words it goes like it just like an explosion of words all of a sudden and i've seen it so so many times that i'm i'm starting to understand that little scenario of the kids that we get they might be a little bit you know uh, delayed when we get them but as soon as start working with the family give them a little bit of pointers on what to do how to create more interactive opportunities we start seeing the growth of, of language in a very rapid rate because they just start changing their habits especially like changing their you know visual aspects to the technology that's around them and how to use that effectively as well like how to use the technology that's available to promote more language abilities more language learning and uh, it's just it's amazing it's amazing how this technology is so new and it's it's a double-edged sword yes it's but it's also a very good tool not only for the kiddos that we work with but for modern society i mean we're learning at a very rapid rate anything you want to learn you can learn it faster college should be faster now because of technology that we have now like college should be ready accessible for anybody who wants to learn and take it faster like schools and, and degree programs should be faster now they shouldn't take so long to learn you know like the the material that we learn can be faster and, and, and rapidly learned compared to the 80s and 60s and even the 90s and the early 2000s when all this uh, new technology was barely coming around. So what else was I going to say about the learning about language? Because, yes, uh, also the, the theory that I'm trying to, you know, explore more is that like a lot of the children that I'm seeing now um, with this hyper knowledge that they're getting they're learning also uh, different dialects and, and languages through the videos because I, I think one of the things that I see is that a lot of the children that are between one and three years old they're starting to get on YouTube and they're starting to see just videos that they like and they could be in different languages you know from Russian to I've seen kids watch a lot of uh, like a lot of Asian, you know, with Asian languages. It could be Chinese, Japanese. I don't know, like honestly. And then French and like German and Spanish and then English as well, you know. And all of these videos, <laughs> I mean, it's kind of like they say uh, in the speech pathology world, you can teach any language at a very young age to any of these kids. The exposure is what teaches them. And the kids, being as smart as they are, they can put two and two together at a very young age. They see actions and images, and then they start hearing the words and the consistency of watching those videos. All of a sudden, they're starting to bring out the dialect and the language that's that they're using in those videos. And then all of a sudden, they, start, they might be using that, that word or that language at a very young age. So... That, that exposure right now is a very old time high like that didn't exist in the 90s and that didn't exist in the 2000s that didn't exist when I was growing up in the 80s and the 70s that did not exist so and if it did it existed in a very small scale so that being said I feel like the majority of people 
that have kids right now and that the kids are using all these devices, they're being exposed to a lot of information. And because of that information exposure, the language has taken a back step because it feels like the, the brain, especially because the brain is looking for survival mode, the survival mode is instant gratification. They're getting gratification through, you know, visual and verbal cues, like just pointing and, and picking, touching screens and stuff like that, and it's instant gratification. Uh, and the other aspect is that, well, as, as families, we're having less talk to each other. We're not, we're not having less, we're having less time having a good conversation because we're all distracted as we interact with each other. I think it's more common to use technology to, to communicate you know, as far as texting goes or using the social media because it's just a lot faster. You can communicate more with more people at one time. And when we're having a conversation in our, you know, kitchen or there in the, in the dining tables and stuff like that, a lot of us are preoccupied with the phone or the devices or the YouTubes on the TV or the Netflix or whatever you might call it, like, all of these devices are taking our attention away from having like meaningful conversations. So the lack of all of these conversations is also another theory of mine why the children of now are having a harder time to learn language the way we used to. Because the there's a higher rate of language delays than ever before. And if you're in the speech pathology, you know, industry, you'll see it. Like you'll know that. Back in the 90s and 2000s, there was very few patients compared to right now. And we have lots of speech pathologists on their way. And it's just an amazing, amazing uh, time in our lives and the society that we live in, live in. Because it just seems that we're going so fast that we're, we're not seeing the, the small pictures of development. We're not looking at the... The, the brain change, the brain growth, the the survival mode, how it takes over differently. And I feel like if I would join any university right now, I would love to do research on how this all pans out at the end because all these kids that are growing up with this technology, we're, we won't find out till like maybe like 20, 30, 20, 40 what impact it has in our society it might be good it might be bad i'm hoping for good I'm, and i think it will be for the, the greater good but when these kids are like in their 40s and 50s we're gonna see a totally different type of brain compared to the ones we have right now and it's gonna be pretty interesting to see what happens because a lot of automation is going on with ai and and like i was just talking to one of my uh my parents, one of the parents that I work with, and I was asking her about the daughter using the phone and how how she navigates, and, and I was telling her about, I was I, actually, I was telling her what I think she does, and she's like, yep, she does all of that. I was like, do you think that uh, it's easier for her to to actually like navigate through the phone without even saying a single word, and she navigates through apps, and she's like, yep, she does that. And I was telling her, oh, well, my son, a few years ago, when he started using the phone or the iPads and stuff like that, he would search ob um, videos he wanted to use by using the microphone. 
So I was like, right there already, we're kind of going against the early literacy skills because um, instead of thinking about which letter it is, they're thinking about how it sounds and then recording it to a microphone so they can find it on YouTube. Or like how they, kids, I was at a house the other day and the kids were using Alexa to, for her to say like jokes to them and to tell them the weather. And I was, these kids are about six and five, five years old. And I was amazed that they're already using that technology, like secondhand nature, like it's no big deal. And I, I don't even use it as much. I do use Siri, I do use Alexa or Google, but it's not to that degree where it's part of my life that I, every day I'm using it to, you know, get navigator or have a a, a daily routine for it like it's just not part of my life like the way it was made out to be but it's gonna be an amazing time in the next 30 to 40 years or 50 years from now we'll be able to see the the drastic changes of the modern society because of the brain change that we had right now in the early 2000s from 2000 and I guess 10 you want to say to 2020 the major change in in technology how it's everywhere accessible it's on your phones it's on your when you go to the groceries when you go to the mall you go to the doctor there's uh touch screens everywhere you know, if you don't have a touchscreen nowadays, you'll kind of like, you feel outdated. The other day I was wearing, wearing my wire uh, headphones and I felt like I was out of date already because everybody's wearing the the like wireless uh, headpieces. And I'm like, wow, like it's just crazy how we're changing the society very rapidly. And all of this is uh, available to us at a very large scale. And we don't know exactly what's doing to our brains and it's just a major change a major shift and and it could be a positive or it could be a negative depending on how we see it but it's just it's going to be a drastic change in our brain function within the next 40 to 50 years so in the year 20 let's see let's, see, let's do the math it's 10, 2020 right now it's going to be 2019 2020 plus 50 that's 2070. In the year 2070, I'm probably going to be a little bit awake still. I, mean, I should be alive because I'm practicing a lot of the new age practices of longevity. God willingly, he gives me all that life. And if uh, uh, Dr. Dave Asprey, or I don't know if he's a doctor, but Dave Asprey, if he's correct about the technology and the research he's done, then we should be able to last to 180. <laughs> so maybe that works. In 50 years from now, I'll be... Actually, I'll be 90. Which I should be alive. And um, it'll be it'll be beautiful if I have a, like a functioning brain as I'm working it on right now as we speak. I'm doing a whole brain uh, fix, if you want to call it. I'm trying to fix my brain brain warrior like Dave Dr. Daniel Amen and it's just been an amazing journey trying to reach to this level of understanding of all kinds of things that are going on in this world but yeah that was the theory um, I might not have reached to the full potential of explaining it or I might have 
botched a little bit, but y'all get the picture. And I'll be talking about it more as we continue with this series of, of uh, the evolution of the brain. Signing off, this is Eric Castillo for the Eric Castillo movement. Peace, one love, stay connected, be present. Thank you.